1: Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing on this dreary New York City day? Yeah, I'd like to be on my couch
2: watching The Fugitive.
1: Oh, is that, uh, is it on today? Is that what? Tom, guess or what? Or it's just a good, Thanks rainy day movie. Thanks to the magic
2: movie. of streaming video. Yeah. It's on whenever you want. It's on every day.
1: Wow. Or
2: no, no day. day at
1: all. <laughs> Wow, that that is pretty crazy to think about. That is a good rainy day movie. Yeah,
2: wouldn't it be? Wouldn't you love to just be like uh, curled up up on the couch, uh, a big blanket, and a cup of hot chocolate, watching the future? I didn't kill my wife. Yeah.
1: Now, are you bringing this up because an arm was found in our hometown this week? Oh
2: my god, uh, man! I didn't even think about it. <laughs> yeah,
1: you got the one-armed man on the mind. Yeah, you're... it's
2: not, I mean, this is not a funny story. No, you're giggling like a like a little schoolgirl. Well,
1: you're the one who brought it up.
2: I brought up a uh, uh, fugitive the classic. And 1993. Everybody knew what was going
1: on. Everybody knew what you meant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, our hometown. They they found uh, some kid found an arm the other day. Uh, on his way to work. We
2: grew up in the school. suburbs, mm-hmm. and it uh, turns out David Lynch was right about the <laughs> suburbs. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and uh, just like when uh, the Long Island serial killers' victims were found, also in our town, (laughs) once the cops started looking, they started finding more body parts, and now there's uh, two sets of body parts uh, shopped up in our town that they found. This
2: is what I always say. If you don't want to find body parts, stop looking for body parts. stop looking
1: around. Somebody found an arm by accident, you go, oh, well, that's weird, (laughs) and you leave it. You just leave it alone. stay calm.
2: Go about your life. The raccoons will take care of it. Yeah,
1: you don't want to kick the the hornet's nest and and see what else is in there start going through all the leaves and everything yeah. but uh but yeah that's the uh the excitement going on back home on, the, on this uh rainy day well the excitement's kind of over they finished searching everywhere i yeah. think Excitement might be the wrong word, Tom. I don't mean that excitement's not always uh, a good thing. Think about when Jesse Spano was so excited.
2: Yeah, and she was simultaneously so scared. Yeah, because
1: she had taken all those caffeine pills. So, you know, maybe read a book once in a while, Tim, and learn what movies mean.
2: So the caffeine pills that Jesse Spano was taking in that Uh episode of Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Um,. Probably they were like what like that was like uh, nineteen ninety. There's probably more. I guess in the reboot, in the mm-hmm, rebooted yeah. Say by the Bell, what would they make it? The Panera lemonade? That <laughs> the Panera lemonade? I mean, drinking they br- a lot of. They probably
1: just make it Adderall. Yeah, <laughs> they probably. I
2: think they wanted to do like uh, something more speed. I think yeah. she was on speed in the original draft.
1: Well in the original draft though, you could just buy, you know, diet pills that were speed right. in the uh nineties. Yeah. Is that Fenfen? Fenfen? I always heard about
2: Fenfen in the nineties. Yeah, I think that was a prescription. Like Tom broke up being like and they pulled Fenfen from yeah. another lawsuit for Fenfen.
1: Yeah, and we didn't learn that if something starts with Fen, it's probably a bad. <laughs> don't don't uh take it certainly not recreationally
2: yeah i was talking to some people Mm -hmm. about the adderall shortage
1: yeah
2: and like uh you know, like
1: uh, people that I
2: associate with, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, don't people worry." that I assume. no, but like, it's not like, uh, like you sound uh, like
1: a, you sound like a like a mob guy who's trying. You know, some people I associate <laughs> with.
2: No, it's not like uh, like not teenagers w- looking for a cheap thrill w- or right. anything. It's like mm-hmm. oh, that
1: you is know. who I thought you associate with. No, 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 Teenagers looking for cheap thrills. <laughs>
2: uh, I mean, the, you know, there's something uh, I don't want to talk. But, uh, no, but uh, you know, people in like their thirties and forties mm-hmm. and being like, "Oh yeah, the Adderall shortage." Like uh, somebody I know knows a guy. Like it's not like. Uh, Official channels, but like if if you're desperate for Adderall, like I know a guy, it's like, no, you can't. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's just drug dealing. You can't take, especially, it's like, oh, it's just Adderall, but it's like, isn't that the the lesson of the last couple of years? That like,
1: that it's probably not just Adderall? yeah, Yeah,
2: I don't know. And it's just like, this is just like, uh, I don't know, not not uh, teens looking for cheap thrills or yeah. club party drugs.
1: These are people in their thirties looking for cheap thrills. Yeah, yeah you can go on the uh, you know one of these uh, websites where you can buy stuff direct from China and just buy a pill press and uh, press some pills. Make it look like uh, anything you want. Make yeah. it look like Flintstones vitamins.
2: Tom, mm-hmm. I'd like to address the elephant in the room here. Yeah. Uh, this is the second time we're recording this episode.
1: Uh, I was wondering if we were going to mention that or not. You
2: know, I don't want to harp on it, <laughs>
1: but, but but I'll bring it up within five minutes of the start of the episode.
2: I feel like gotta, we got to we got to get it out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want if you want to hear more, you <laughs> a deep dive into what happened <laughs> yeah. this week's Patreon episode of Books the Podcast. We didn't really talk about the book.
1: No, it's mostly just me being upset.
2: Yeah, so we uh, recorded this episode the whole way through mm-hmm. about Wendy's. Yeah.
1: I thought it went okay. I didn't think it was a great episode. There was some funny stuff in it, but we were a little all over the place with what we were talking about. We, you know how sometimes people get upset at me because they'll say like, oh, there's a Tom episode. It, my people, I mean mostly you, <laughs> get upset at me, like, that's a Tom episode, he's too excited, he's, like, jumping all over the place, there's not a cohesive narrative. I feel like that was the case with Wendy's with both of us. We were both so excited to talk about Wendy's and had so much to say that we, we couldn't get it out in a very cohesive
2: exactly. way. So what happened was uh, you screwed up the recording, mm-hmm. and we realized it, like, two minutes after we finished recording the episode, N- Like, right? not even, well, I, that's when you told. That's when you decided. All right, I'm gonna have to tell Tim. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. I. There. Yeah. Probably a good like sixty seconds passed where I was like, "Do I am first? Am I a hundred percent sure?" Right. And I was pretty sure pretty quickly because I realized right away. Oh, I had the wrong mic armed. Shit. Right. Uh, there's no way that that is recoverable right. from. Uh, I was recording. But- uh, a port that didn't have anything in it, and the port that did was not recorded. Right. But then, yeah, I had to figure out do I tell them now or do I tell them later?
2: Also, because the way that we record these is um, we uh, get together on Thursday nights mm-hmm. and we do uh, this mainline episode, The Complete yeah. Guide to Everything. And we start recording like a little too late for, for, for a <laughs> weekday, Right. Yeah. Um, I've, you know, I think it started with me coming here at like 7.30 and then it like that, that creep happened and then like it kind of became like 8.15 and
1: Mm -hmm. now I get here at like almost nine. (laughs) Almost nine. We talk for an hour before we talk.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And then we do an hour long episode. Mm -hmm. Usually goes over an hour. We're having some beers. Yeah, we're having fun. We finish that episode and then we do the Patreon episode another Mm -hmm. hour. So, um, so we both had had a couple beers. Mm-hmm. We are both kind of tired yeah. Thursday night. So you being like, hey, I, Tom Reynolds, screwed this up. Mm-hmm. Um, is like we were both just like, oh, God, it's like now it's like almost 11 o'clock. Yeah, we're drunk. Yeah, we have it's, another it's, <laughs> whole thing to do. <laughs> right. And um, we're not
1: going to do another thing after that. Yeah. That's going to be too much. Yeah.
2: So anyway, not great. But mm-hmm. here we are. And like maybe it will prove. Yeah. Again, we'll wrap this part up. Maybe it'll prove. Maybe we need to do a rough draft we of every episode. We need
1: to do episode. a rehearsal every yeah. every time, just yeah. to get all the the People nerves like, out.
2: Yes, preparing. For, <laughs> <laughs> for a po- Look, we're old school podcasts. We don't come in. No, prepared. hell, we don't even do mic checks. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: me, even that. Like we we would do all that stuff, and even that had kind of gone by the wayside. I'm yeah. like,
2: it's fine. We've been doing this 15 years. How are we going to screw this
1: Yeah, up? well, we're going to start screwing things up now? Apparently, yes.
2: And now, without further ado, <laughs> the uh, very focused, yes. honed version of the Complete Guide to Everything, Wendy's.
1: Uh, I'd like to start talking, although I'd like to not talk about it as much as we did the last time. Um, you wanna you wanna get in with a newsy hook. I want to get in with a newsy hook still, which is Wendy's is in the news. Wendy's, Wendy's, the, hold on, the hamburger restaurant. Yeah, it's a
2: fast food, a fast food place. Yes, um.
1: a fast food hamburger restaurant. Yeah, I feel like they've really gone after like we're hamburgers.
2: Yeah, they're. It says on the sign, old fashioned hamburgers. Yeah. Uh, I said handburgers, but I meant hamburgers. <laughs> well, you can hold I them got limbs hand. on the mind,
1: Tom. <laughs> I know, Tim. Maybe, maybe the flea should start uh, <laughs> widening their scope of who they're looking into. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, they're in the news because they've got... Oh, I was going to say, is old-fashioned hamburgers just square hamburgers? Is um, that what they mean? No, because I think Square was an innovation. I don't think hamburgers yeah. were originally. No, they Square. stole it from Cupi Burgers. Cupi? Yeah, which was a look.
2: I, I just want to say to the listener, this is this is all new content
1: to me. <laughs> yeah, which was um, a place that um, in Kalamazoo, Michigan, that uh, Dave Thomas uh, visited and he liked it. Dave Thomas, the founder, the founder of, of Wendy's. Wendy's. Um, and then he liked it, uh, better later because they would, um, uh, you know, people would ask why they do that. And he would say, well, we're in the burger business where, Oh, he didn't like people calling them burgers. That's what it was. And he would say, we're not in the burger business. We're in the hamburger business because we don't cut corners. Oh." So then it was like, oh, I get it. They don't cut. They won't even cut the ham off hamburgers and they won't cut the corners off the burgers.
2: Can I ask you a question, Tom?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh Just this one time
2: The early uh, 2000s uh-huh.
1: I like how we said We were going to get into the news <laughs> <laughs> And immediately just started talking about Some restaurant Dave Thomas visited Like in the 30s or whatever Yeah
2: well don't worry I'm not moving the ball up too far from there
1: <laughs> So the early 2000s
2: The eve of the Iraq war mm-hmm. France decides they're not going to be Part of the coalition of the willing
1: yes. Right mm-hmm.
2: And uh, uh American
1: uh you're either with us or you're against yeah, us and a
2: certain look I'm not I'm not trying to make this political but uh-huh. some people in America were like we're not calling them French fries anymore we're calling them freedom fries right, right? screw mm-hmm. the French was there any kind of move in the forties to be like hamburgers Yeah. hamburg What no these are gonna be freedom burgers or whatever. Yeah. So to hear uh you know, what, Dave Thomas was a member of the silent generation, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. For him to be like, we're calling them hamburgers because we're not cutting corners and I need to pledge my allegiance, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it's a little suspicious. What side were you on, Dave Thomas? Yeah, yeah.
1: well, I mean, not a great idea to start off the episode besmirching a dead man (laughs) who, by all accounts, seemed like a pretty decent guy. Maybe, but yeah, maybe. Hey, look, Tim's just asking questions. I didn't
2: like how he got on his high horse about calling hamburgers burgers.
1: I think it was just a you know a way to get to why they don't cut the corners off the burgers.
2: Oh, cut corners! Yeah, we wait, don't cut corners. Then wait, why?
1: That's nothing. The, then because what does calling that have it a burger is cutting a corner,
2: right? Of so like, not saying he's hamburger. gilding the little gilding the lily there, yeah, right? Because mm-hmm. like he's saying like we don't like we don't abbreviate the word yeah, because we don't cut, cut the corners, or because we don't cut corners in the metaphorical sense. Yes. And then we also don't cut physically cut the corners. Yeah. It's just like, you don't, you can lose one of those.
1: Yeah. Well, the other thing is I read that one of the reasons they, they had square hamburgers or they have square hamburgers. call them square burgers. Is that more fit on, fit on a grill? Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that true? I mean, I it's guess that it more is it's you if the same weight. use.
2: Well, yeah. you uh, use the every the, inch of the grill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: because uh, I guess if they were if they cut the corners off them, they'd be smaller burgers. Right. So if they were the same, well, not weight,
2: necessarily because it could be thickness, right? Like.
1: Well, yeah, but then that adds other. I didn't even think about thickness. I was yeah. thinking about just that they would be wider if they were the same. Right. I don't think they want to make them thicker. The well, no, well, these burgers are in three dimensions, dumb. <laughs> yeah, but they're but barely. You know, they're not thick. burgers. But what I'm
2: saying is, if you have a an eight ounce mm-hmm. ball of um, meat, yes. right, and you put it into a circle, right, that I'm has that of... is eight inch that is four inches across, that's going to be thicker. Than if you squeeze that into a square that's four inches across.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying if it's the same thickness and it's a circle, it's going to have to be wider. If it's the same the same weight as a square you and I burger. just said the same thing. <laughs> I know. Well, we this
2: should. is the beauty of math. Where our brains are, you know, Tim, we're, we're speaking in the
1: language of math. So that's that's how it works. That's why it's the universal language.
2: So here, Wendy's is in the news, Tom.
1: <laughs> Tim, Wendy's is in the news. Because they had a boneheaded idea, and uh, they got called out on it. They got caught on it pretty quickly. Right. Um. So they had a earnings call. Right. And earnings for calls. All the muckety mucks. Earnings calls for people that aren't in uh, on Wall Street, like me and Tim. They. Uh, Not for for the non wolves in the yeah, audience. Yeah. For the sheep in the audience. Um. W- publicly traded companies every quarter have to do an earnings call where they basically level with their investors. Here's how things are going. Here's how much money we took in. Here's how much money we spent. Um, Here's what did as well as we thought. Here's what didn't. But then also, here's looking forward. Here's what we anticipate. And the interesting thing about these is you can't, you can't just get on one of these calls and say, like, and guess what? Next next quarter, we're going to sell 100 billion hamburgers. Because then when you don't, and it comes out that you you just said that, you didn't have any intentions of doing that.
2: Well, you know, I'm sure they have intentions of selling as many burgers <laughs> well, as they can. Well, could. I'm saying
1: if they said that with just no real- if, uh, the, if
2: you're setting expectations that you then don't meet, then it's going to have a very- And I M E E T Tom. I know mm-hmm. uh, y- y- you love burger puns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> If you if you set expe- expectations that you don't meet the next quarter, yeah. the ma- market will respond to be like, well, you said you were going to yeah. do all this stuff.
1: so now stuff. we just don't trust anything you right. say. And exactly. you could and you can get in trouble with like the SEC if, right. if you were trying to just drive the stock price. So they have to be fairly on. I mean, they can spin things the way they want. Yeah. But they have to be fairly so honest. So they
2: talk about their plans to make more money in the future because that's what investors want to see.
1: Right. But also, interestingly, they talk about their plans to cut costs costs which are not things well that
2: makes more money when you cut costs yeah but how
1: to increase profits yeah but you know they don't air wendy's commercials like we're getting rid of forks (laughs) we're gonna we estimate this will earn you know an extra tenth of a cent on every share by all the money we're Well, why would they put
2: that in a commercial exactly
1: it'd be foolish to tim yeah. Uh, if they suggested it on earnings call, they might get a shareholder pipe up and go, "Hey, wait a minute, I don't know I'm no marketing genius here, <laughs> right. but so they will say things that are not just pure marketing." Right. And what happened in this, according to <laughs> Nash?
2: Why did we talk for five <laughs> minutes just to say, like, this is an earnings call, so they're talking about how they plan well, to increase of, profits. A
1: lot of people listen to this podcast to learn how the stock market works.
2: Do <laughs> 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 guys like? I think everybody has a, a, a fair grasp on the companies yeah, want to tell yeah, investors
1: that now, they're, how they're going to make more money. And now they have an even better grasp. Yeah, that's true. Um, so according to National Restaurant News, which we should subscribe to.
2: Yeah, I think I... Got on this quick-serve restaurant mailing list um, uh-huh. like 10 years ago that I can't get off of.
1: <laughs> well, you Consider yourself lucky. Beginning in 2025, five, that is from Wendy's, we will begin testing more enhanced features like dynamic pricing and day part offerings along with AI-enabled menu changes and suggestive selling based on factors such as weather.
2: Right. First of all, they got AI in there, and yeah, yeah, every company AI, has to say AI. AI, AI. Otherwise, there. an investor will be like, "Um, what about AI? Uh, shouldn't that revolutionize mm-hmm. every single aspect of every single business in America yeah. and every part shouldn't of our life? Shouldn't
1: you be body? able to 10x your business next year with AI? And so they're like, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do <laughs> sure. AI. Well, and the funny thing is that it seems like really what they wanted to tout was that they are upgrading... I guess maybe all their restaurants to digital uh, ordering boards, mm-hmm. which surprisingly I guess was not the case already. It, so which
2: unsurprisingly, I'm against. Yeah,
1: so I kind of I kind of get the impression that they were like, well, shit, we're not going to be able we can't just be like, oh, you know those screens every other restaurant's had for like a decade now we're gonna get those. Yeah. So they had to be like, oh, our we waited until they were AI enabled. Mm-hmm.
2: Don't you wish everything was still like you had to slide in the little plastic numbers on the uh, on the little yeah. tracks with the backlit plastic signs?
1: Well, but I'll tell you what, Tim, if you do, if you had that, it's much harder to do dynamic pricing. dynamic pricing.
2: Tom, what's that?
1: Dynamic pricing. People have taken to be a euphemism for surge pricing, right? popularized by Uber which people got, people understood, people didn't like it, but people understood with Uber, okay, if if 100 people want a cab and there's only 50 cabs, well, how do you fix that? Well, you do that by saying, all right, the cabs are more expensive so that some people will go, all right, forget I don't want a cab. And the people that are like, I'll pay any price to take a cab, They'll pay the cab.
2: Well, that's what's called, Tom, price gouging.
1: Pri- yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh-huh.
2: If you have a limited supply and people need it, uh, mm-hmm. you, uh, look. But the-, uh, the 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 charitable reading of that was because Uber has this thing where they employ a bunch of freelancers. So they don't have any employees or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like that also incentivizes more drivers to come. Yeah. So you know you they- have more than fifty cabs then 100 cab drivers will come mm-hmm. um, to serve all of those people, and then everybody's happy.
1: Right. They, but, they, they and, make like, s-
2: and they pass the surge pricing on to the, the drivers. The driver. At some point, they stop doing that, I think.
1: <laughs> right, yeah, or I'm sure they at least like changed the cut yeah. of how that works. But that, yeah, people never... I mean, nobody... You never heard somebody open up their Uber app and go, oh, great. There's surge going on right now. I have to pay more. Right. But people at least got like, well, shit. Okay, yeah, it, it's New Year's Eve. It's 1 a.m. and it's raining. What did I expect? Right. Um, so Blame it, the
2: victim, Tom.
1: Right. Well, and instead of you know luck at the draw of getting a cab, it turned into, well, who's got money? Who's got the most money? Who's got the scratch? But now this, the dynamic pricing People are even less into because it It seems as though the only real metrics Wendy's would be going by is how badly do people want this? Now, they have since come out and said, to clarify, Wendy's will not implement surge pricing, which is the practice of raising prices when demand is highest. We didn't use will, that though. phrase, They would. <laughs> nor did we plan to implement that practice. Let me tell you what I think Wendy's plan with this was. Oh, you got inside info? No, I have no inside info. Yeah. But Did you uh, hide in the closet during a meeting like Jay Leno? <laughs> <laughs> but I I but I like to think about fast food business a lot. What I imagine is that they foresaw We'll be able to change the prices of things by, like, tens of cents throughout the day. It will be more or less imperce- imperceptible, imperceivable. But, yeah, when things are slow, you know, a value meal will be eight fifty, dollars Or, no, that's, like, too cheap nowadays. I don't know. It'll be $14. And look at that uh George Bush not knowing
2: <laughs> oh what, what is that thing it's a barcode scanner they have been here since 1965 i mean i haven't <laughs> i
1: haven't been to a wendys in a long time but i keep hearing about how fast food prices are uh way up nowadays yeah and that people and uh that's it's why cuz nobody wants to work tom exactly it's cuz nobody wants to work and it's because Joe Brandon decided everybody has to be paid 100 dollars an hour um no I've, I've heard a lot about fast food prices going up that it's no longer like, and I think I've heard this from, uh, earnings calls where, where other restaurants have said like, yeah, we're really competing with people cooking at home now. And that sucks. That's not where we want to be because that's going to be cheaper and better. Uh, I, I think you heard like the, the, president or whatever the CEO of Kellogg's Uh, telling everybody to eat cereal for dinner well he wasn't again he was on you know he didn't expect that it would reach the mainstream he was on like cnbc Um, you know, talking about their earnings probably and saying, like, we feel great because, you know, we think a lot more people are gonna look into having cereal for dinner. It's a great option. You know, we're gonna be marketing that idea. He said
2: because essentially he said because they can't afford yeah, real food for they, dinner. Yeah,
1: they can't they can't afford anything else for dinner, so that but they can afford cereal, even even expensive cereal still somewhat inexpensive and uh you know why? Why have a nutritious dinner when you could just have a bowl of frosted flakes for dinner? Yeah. Um,
2: frosted flakes do give you the uh, energy you need to uh, uh, be a soccer star on your yeah. PE soccer team, though.
1: Um, I got some frosted flakes this week because they were on sale. Because they were great. Yeah, uh, cinnamon toast, uh, French toast, frosted flakes, cinnamon French toast. Yeah, what the hell's going and on? They're, and they're pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Not bad. They had a few different, you know, like flavors, new flavors. It's like I'll give this one a whirl. That sounds like You it. love new flavors. I love of stuff. new flavors. Yeah. Yeah. Give me new flavors and I'll I mean, I don't buy frosted flakes normally, but if you got new flavors, <laughs> I'll buy some frosted flakes.
2: Yeah. You know what? They get soggy too fast, right? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. But I like them like halfway to Yeah, you
1: just gotta eat fast. Yeah, that's all. But like, thing. I don't like
2: them when they're still crunchy.
1: Yeah, just don't dilly dally. Just yeah. get, you know. You know what?
2: If anything, Frosted Flakes sets you up for the day because it, it, it makes you focus on the task at hand.
1: Exactly. And wouldn't that be great for dinner, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. So, yeah, all these places are, uh, all these fast food restaurants are. Dealing with the cost of things going up, driving their costs up and trying. And that's why I think with Wendy's, people were envisioning. I'm going to get into like a late night drive through line desperate and they're going to be like, well, guess what? Hamburgers are twenty dollars now. And it's like I think it was probably even a little more insidious of like, no, we're going to like gaslight you. with the prices constantly changing so you come uh, you know today and and then you come back next week everything's going to be a little bit different and i think that you know ultimately Wendy saw like yeah we'll make a little more we'll raise our our average yeah i'm sure they track like average visit sale uh, right. dollar amount we'll raise that a little bit
2: yeah we can get people to spend like above the rate of inflation on um, more yeah uh, and like, they,
1: yeah. and they won't notice and yeah. it'll be fine
2: um and we'll blame <laughs> we'll blame the government uh, if if people find out and get yeah. pissed they're raising prices uh yeah no that's that's the president's fault
1: <laughs> yeah oh uh, uh, well, why, well, why are they being so strict about what beef is healthy to eat or not yeah uh
2: actually that is probably part like dynamic pricing just means pricing that can change that yeah. they can change mm-hmm. Mar- right like the, yeah the so market it's like, price if the price of beef mm-hmm. varies from week to week yeah right they can basically say like like if we get gouged on beef one week mm-hmm. and like you know the profit margin dips below what we need on every uh hamburger yeah like instead of like calling every franchisee and being like Get Where some kid with get... a stick to slide the <laughs> slide the number out and mm-hmm. put a new number in, they're just like we can just like hit a button and all the screens change. And yeah. It's like that's that's all. And like that's bad for way different reasons, but like
1: Yeah. But it's I mean, efficiency it, it's and not, AI and machine it's, learning. It's not that different from uh, what we know about the McRib. When the McRib returns, it is when pork prices have reached their lowest, which yeah. is typically in October for some reason, I think. Uh, but essentially, m- so there's just an overabundance of
2: pigs, yeah, around Halloween. Why is that? <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know. It sounds like a mystery, though. <laughs> um, but for that reason, that's why the McRib's never been on the menu year round because it is only economically feasible right. during like one month of the year. Right. Otherwise, the McRib would be I don't know like twelve dollars or whatever. Didn't
2: they retire it for good and then they brought it back again? Tim, you can't trust. Hey, these what guys. is this? A uh, They got a clown kiss, running the whole post- uh, thing. Reunion tour or something? Yeah, a yeah. Farewell they always tour. Come back. Yeah, never mind. Cut that part out, Tim. <laughs> if I Gene start... Simmons is a close personal friend, Tom. <laughs> if he gets if he yeah. hears the
1: wrong thing, um, Tim, if I start cutting parts out, we're gonna be in trouble because I I I don't even want to touch that yeah that infernal machine now. This is what AI's done. I okay. should have blamed AI, Tom.
2: You have a, a minute and a half to get through all the rest of the news.
1: Oh, um. Oh, and then they've got Fresh AI, which is just... Uh, fresh AI? Yeah. We've created Wendy's Fresh AI to overcome the challenges traditional AI could not solve in the drive through So this is basically uh, just like text-to-speech and mm-hmm. like large language models like Wait, Chat, and GPD. They,
2: They're doing they're doing stuff better than the... Than
1: OpenAI, yeah. Google, Amazon, Apple, Microsoft. Yeah, all these companies. Basically... <laughs> Wendy's has cracked it. Wendy's has cracked it. Although they haven't, because without human intervention, their AI is only accurate eighty-six percent of the time. Now this is order-taking AI, right? That if you roll up and you go "eh, give me a," eh, they can the AI can take out all those "ehs" Ooh. And, and not you know, but that oohs. and they can take out oohs, uh to make sure you're not trying to order one of those things. And they'll just hear you know like a. a a uh, classic big, what do they call them? B- big classics, something like that. Wendy's burgers, uh, baconators, bacon. Uh, yeah, a baconator. They can just hear baconator Tom, and put that on the menu. Let's, let's put that pretend, on your. Let's your pretend bill. like we did some research. I did this. do some research, Tim. Well, you don't rec- know what I've they call their this hamburger. Episode already. I think it's called a classic single, a classic double. <sighs> I think the big classic. they so got. So your ready.
2: your problem is that it's it's not completely autonomous right like uh
1: yeah it just strikes me as- a loaded as, nacho
2: double cheeseburger what the hell is going on at wendys we got to talk about this after the break but uh sorry go <laughs> on
1: i i oh you know what they call them now what
2: a dave's
1: single yeah
2: and the dave's double that wasn't always the case well
1: that's why i didn't know tim and how could i have found out <laughs> all right the
2: AI thing, uh huh. So, th- so your thing is like, well, they still need somebody. They there. need somebody
1: to like watch and listen to the whole thing and go, oh no, the robot tried to give them, you know, ten thousand hamburgers for free. <laughs> right. I, I'll fix. That. I mean, to me, that's
2: better than being like, hey, we'll cut all of our staff. Like yeah. you have somebody there for quality control. Oh, right? but
1: they they have that for now. And I'm sure they're training the model based on how this person intervenes.
2: Yeah, sure. And that's the shit that everybody's doing, right? Like when Mm -hmm. you do self-checkout, there's one poor guy sitting there that has to like watch and spy on you. And like, Mm -hmm. yeah, instead of just like having people like, and like they, the the customers screw up all the time. Like they're losing money because Mm -hmm. like people scan things wrong or like, uh, and all it does is like those people that need to intervene, Mm-hmm. Are just more overworked and their jobs suck more than just if they they were just doing the regular job.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it is like one person's able to do more technically. I'm sure that they, you know, game it. They they run the numbers and it's like okay, well one person overlooking four self checkouts, were still paying less money. Yeah,
2: paying less money, but that yeah. doesn't mean mean that like it's a it's a a better experience, right?
1: Yeah, well, they don't care about that. You think Wendy's cares how the experiences?
2: I don't know. Dave always said they well,
1: do. Well, Dave's been dead for a long time, Tim. What? We got the headlines out of the way. We got the headlines out of the way, which the first time we did this episode, that took like an hour to get through (laughs) just talking about, uh, yeah, they have some AI to to price gouge and try and get rid of their employees.
2: I got really upset about day parting. You remember that? When I was like, that just means it'll show breakfast sandwiches in the morning.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because that was the other thing. It was like- Now we're doing it again. (laughs) That they'll be able to recommend things based on weather. You know, chili or a hot chocolate when it's cold and a frosty yeah. when it's hot. It's like, but you already do that with the seasons. Yeah. I'm sure maybe that will help you a little bit. You know, people might not realize like, oh, Wendy sells coffee and it's cold. Okay, I'll get a coffee too. Look, all these things help, I'm sure, but they are they don't dramatically move the needle. Right. I'll tell you what does, Tim. Hamburgers. Han- well, hamburgers and...
2: Wait, can we start, Tom, from a personal aspect? <laughs> sure I haven't did. eaten meat in a while. Okay. But I used to, I, we, where did Wendy's fall on your hierarchy?
1: Hmm. Now, my overall hierarchy or my, I'm in the mood for a hamburger hierarchy? Your, I'm going to get fast food.
2: And this, you know what? There's a different. There's a different answer for me, almost <laughs> year by year of my life. Yeah, well, I was going to say, like. Has it ever
1: been number one for you? Maybe, maybe when we were like in high school. Yep. Because there there was like a fast food alley that had uh, a McDonald's. It started with a Burger King. So there was a Mc, uh, Burger King on the left and <laughs> then a <laughs> Wendy's. <laughs> uh... Just
2: far too much detail, Tub. <laughs> there were a bunch of. Fa- every every single community in America has <laughs> yeah. uh, a, a bunch of fast food places. Yeah, there was. It.
1: But, but out, out of everything, there were the choices of a. Uh, Burger King, Wendy's, Taco Bell, McDonald's, uh, yeah, KFC. I think that those were at least the heavy hitters. I think there was like there was a, a Subway in there, yeah, in there. yeah, and a Subway. But like those were kind of. If you want to drive running. the other
2: direction, there was briefly an A and W. Yeah, the other side and that of always won. Yeah.
1: That was the best place to go to because they had the frosted mugs and you could pour your own root beer, and they had very good burgers. Uh, to begin, you know. And when we were in high school, it was
2: just like a uh, beautiful woman, women.
1: Uh, yeah, they had like the very uh, like cute teenage girls when we were teenagers, <laughs> by the way. And then, yeah, you would go to you know some of the other places, and it was just like, yeah, we just have whoever working here, <laughs>
3: and and they... just
2: people who need money to feed their families. <laughs> yeah, and they hate they don't it. care about the thoughts of a horny sixteen-year-old <laughs> yeah, boy, and
1: they hate it. Uh, whereas. For some I don't know if it was like a uh, like a Stepford Wives situation or something, but uh, the A&W, everybody seemed like they were having a great time. Yeah, I think time.
2: nobody wanted to dig too, hard, dig too deep because <laughs> it's like, well, something's going on here. Right.
1: Don't ask too many questions. Enjoy the frosted mug refills and then get the hell out of here. Hmm. Never come back. But uh, but anyway, within that situation, I would say there were, oh, there were definitely times when Wendy's was number one because Wendy's was the first chain that had a 99-cent menu. Yes. And that, when, when we were teenagers, that was huge. We were not going into these places and being like, oh, I'll have a number one. I'll have a number two. No, it was, I have, how much? If I buy three dollar menus, what's the tax on that? That that's the situations we were in. Yeah, I will say though, Tom,
2: what was your what was your go to? And this, I think, uh, Wendy's the the Wendy's partisan was always a friend of the show AJ. I feel like I ate at I sat in that Wendy's (laughs) and ate with AJ on the way to Looney Tunes the record store, Mm -hmm.
1: um, like hundreds of times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and AJ was the first one with a car. Yeah. So it was kind of up to him where we were going. Is Wendy's or the highway, is what he'd always say. <laughs> but Wendy's was
2: on the highway, which was confusing.
1: <laughs> so it was like, can we just, oh, so we can just go further down yeah. the highway and maybe go to Taco Bell? And then
2: he would drive us and we'd get in. I'd be like, uh, thanks for the ride, and you go ass grass or Wendy's hamburgers. No one rides for free, so we had to buy him a Wendy's hamburger. Buy him
1: a Wendy's hamburger. Um, My go-to at Wendy's uh, was a junior bacon cheese. Ah, that was that. Those were just always for a dollar. You got a bacon cheeseburger. Yeah, those were good. And it said junior, but it was still a decent size. You were a junior at the time. You still are a junior. Yeah. And I remember them having like very crisp lettuce. Yeah, for some, they were like one of the. They were
2: they were one of the few places that actually put like lettuce Mm -hmm. on dollar menu items. There was like a vegetable on the dollar menu. There was something fresh on the dollar menu, which was and it
1: and it was better quality. It was like crispy lettuce, so it actually did add something to the Dave Thomas. He cared about quality. He cared about
2: the experience, Tom. I, and I'm
1: not a huge, uh, like, bacon person on a cheeseburger. Especially fast food bacon. Yeah. Is never, yeah. never done well. But I like. Although Baconator, Wendy's Baconator partisans might disagree. Well, we'll get to that. Um, Will we? But I like that the bacon was, that the lettuce was between the burger and the bacon. I don't uh, know. Something about that I liked. It, yeah. it helped separate the taste for me. Yeah. And I appreciate it. Because that's why I feel like a lot of times on bacon cheeseburgers, it's like it's not adding that much. Right. Because you've got the, the cheeseburger already. Now you're just making it like a little saltier with the bacon. But this, it separated the taste in a nice way. And they put um, mayonnaise. I think they made it wrong. <laughs> they put they put mayonnaise on, on the sandwiches yeah. too, which I also appreciated and liked. Tom, I had higher class tastes. Oh, okay. Spicy chicken sandwich. Oh, okay, yeah. Also a very popular option. Oh, I I actually have a... Oh, boy, you're going to get mad at me for, for this one. But I was also a big fan of the chicken salad frescata sandwiches that what they had. What the hell is that? You don't remember their frescata line? Frescata?
2: That yeah. is the most... It's fast Italian. food. <laughs> that was the most fast food like, hey, look, it's this is healthy, right?
1: Well, so the Frescata line apparently came out of um competition with Subway at the time. Subway and I forget who else, but like sandwich chains. Right. That people well, Subway
2: at some point was just
1: man. Yeah. yeah, I guess it was like Subway and Quiznos right. that that those they were. Literally and figuratively, eating their lunch. Right. Um, well, other
2: people were eating their lunch elsewhere. Yeah.
1: Well, Subway. What Subway had going forward at the time was a uh, pedophile telling everyone that their sandwiches were healthier. Yeah, than, but he had than he was, he was now a skinny guy with real big pants. <laughs> right. We didn't know he was a pedophile yet. Yeah. Um, but I just remember that, that would
2: have made me less likely to eat at uh, Subway.
1: I think so too, and I think that might have been why they hid that from yeah. people.
2: That if I think knew, he might not have even mentioned it to them.
1: Uh, yeah, that people knew their mascot was a pedophile.
2: Yeah, uh, it,
1: it might have thrown some people off.
2: I would have said, like, uh, that makes me less likely to enjoy a an Italian BMT from Subway. I
1: also love how, in the like, I mean, how many years has it been? 10 at least, uh, since Jared Fogel, no less than that, probably, really? yeah, probably like 20, uh, maybe 2015, 2016. I thought you were say 20 years, right? <laughs> Tim, I got news for you. Um, I love that Subway has like never recovered from that, but they are still like, we can't figure out what it is that our customers want different. So like they've tried now they like slice meat in the restaurant. They're like, Oh, people were grossed out by the meat. It's like, it's not the meat. It was that you tied your brand to a pedophile. For a more than a decade, right? He was there, the face of the company, probably almost two decades.
2: Yeah, he started. Um, uh, I don't know. At some point, <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, he was their face. He was their only real mascot, right? You know, they never had a Ronald McDonald or a wow. Burger King. Boy. He rang in the new millennium for
2: Subway. Subway yeah, the yeah. first ad. Mm-hmm. That he appeared in, yeah. aired on
1: January 1st, the year 2000. Wow. Yeah, because that was their whole thing. Uh, eat fresh. Our our stuff is fresh. It's healthy. It won't turn you into a pedophile, which in fairness to them is I don't think true, it turned him into I, it. It sounds yeah. like he was all along, and um, they turned a blind eye to that.
2: July of 2015 is when uh, the FBI raided him and arrested him. So 15 uh, years. uh, Tom, they were on the, he was on the radar of state and federal law enforcement agencies since 2007. Wow. Yeah, and they were like, "Yeah, just keep being on TV and like going and giving talks at elementary schools about how like yeah eating this vile fast food sandwich will make you healthy."
1: Yeah, I mean, and like you know to uh, to defend the FBI as I always do on this show, mm-hmm. you know, I they didn't he was on their radar, but they didn't have enough to to go after him yet, right? But the but certainly the subway restaurant got a heads up at some point, yeah and could have been like you know what, at least let's let's not put all our eggs in in the Jared basket right and also uh
2: remember that like uh they're a little out of the fbi is a little out of their element um investigating uh Jared because they are uh, primarily uh female body inspectors
1: <laughs> tim you're you're the i I've, I've seen you get uh men's business cards where it says that and you you always hook, a client sinker. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I'll come on in. <laughs> oh, yeah, my oh, wife's right funny. over here. <laughs> <laughs> the FBI's here. <laughs> They'd like to talk to you. Um, uh, so, anyway, Subway was huge. Right. And, uh, oh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's Frescatas. We're, we've yeah. got to
2: get back to Frescatas. Right. We've got to follow this line back.
1: Please. And it was hurting all the burger chains. So, right. this was Subway's or uh, Wendy's idea that they would start selling sandwiches with uh they had really good ciabatta rolls. So that was their thing. They they weren't like, "All right, we're going to sell hoagies, you know, we're going to sell Subway sandwiches." They were like, "Nah, we're going to we're going to put our own uh, Wendy's spin on it." So they had turkey and swiss, ham and ham and swiss, probably other things in swiss. People
2: are under the assumption that like swiss cheese is, <laughs> is like the healthiest thing. Ah, yeah, oh, yeah
1: it's it's swiss uh, cheese, yeah. yeah. Switzerland It has holes in it, so like like you're eating less of it. Exactly. Uh, They were discontinued in mid December 2007. Now, do you think Uh if the FBI had tipped off Wendy's? hey actually we're looking into Jared that they would have kept on seeing well w- there might be a chance for us to take this. Oh, I think the other way I think the the
2: FBI did tip them oh, off they and like, they were like oh, like, oh, this, oh gonna...
1: this only appeals to pedophiles we don't want to do it we're a
2: good family company. Here. Right
1: this is going to hurt the brand of sandwiches overall. Yeah and the,
2: we're going to have we're gonna have pedophiles in here attracted <laughs> by these Swiss cheese sandwiches that we're putting
1: together. <laughs> what was the one that you liked? Uh, they had a, uh, a chicken salad one that I, I mm. think I liked. I think I also got got the turkey and swiss or maybe they had a roast beef one Mm -hmm. but i remember getting them and liking them mostly just liking the bread a lot see i don't
2: like i don't like when uh a menu expands beyond like i mean yeah that's a
1: huge that's they added i don't know like five different sandwiches yeah Mm -hmm. and like cold cut like stop it wendy's yeah but how much harder is that not
2: how much harder like
1: there's a place for that
2: the the one with the creep the big (laughs) (laughs) um
1: But yeah, as I alluded to earlier, Tim, in in 1985, they were the first fast food chain, first fast food chain to create a single price point value menu, where all items on that menu were priced exclusively (laughs) at 99 cents.
2: Can I? Do you love it when uh, Wikipedia? Don't you love it when Wikipedia? Mm -hmm. Like you could tell someone's being a a jokester um, in the way that they present the facts. This might be one of my favorite. uh, Lines from uh, on Wikipedia, from uh, Jared Fogel's Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. In November 2021, Fogel spoke out for, from prison for the first time, writing in a letter to the New York Post that he, quote, royally screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jared's like, I got egg on my face for this one.
1: You know what I Guys, this, is- uh,
2: this, uh, this boneheaded stunt.
1: This one's yeah, on I got me. Really, yeah, I, I got really screwed up by... By doing this for years and years and years. Um, in the 1970s, Tim, Wendy's was also the f- one of, not the, but one of the first fast food chains to introduce a salad bar known as the Super Bar although it was eventually phased out in the late 90s. Do you remember the Wendy's Salad Bar? I vaguely remember the Wendy's Salad Bar. i never visited the Wendy's
2: Salad Bar. I don't think I stepped foot in a Wendy's until after they had been discontinued.
1: Um, I remember that they had a Fixin's Bar. Fixin's, I remember the Fixin's Bar, which was- Which is cool. I would love that in a place now. Yeah, well, and that was mostly around- one of their unique items, which was they sold baked potatoes at right. Wendy's. They, they kind of tried to put the idea out there of, like, we're the healthier burger place. Right. Where if you don't want french fries, you can get a side salad or you can get a baked potato instead. And I think... The I baked re-
2: potato is, like infinitely healthier than french fries yeah
1: and i remember i remember wendy's being fairly popular with my family with the like uh you know one night a week that we got usually we would get like pizza or like chinese food mm-hmm. but sometimes we would get fast food and i remember why well, you know remember... my in-laws
2: call chinese food Hmm. you know what my in-laws call chinese food what they call oh, chinese
1: we... food chinese food Okay, I thought you, you were like say we say Chinese Chinese something food. Something I was going to have to bleep trailer. Right.
2: Later. On the, It's like, "Oh, you guys want to go get some Chinese food?"
1: Some Chinese food. Yeah. Huh. Okay, hey, whatever works. I think it's a
2: regional thing. <laughs> yeah. Cuz everybody in their yeah. uh, I've heard in their in their region also right. says it that way. Like, uh, and uh, for people like me,
1: Tim's in-laws uh, are in China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a regional thing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> now there
2: they t- You know what they call it there, Tom?
1: What? Food. Uh, wow. Yeah, you want to just go get some food. Um. Now I feel like I frequently like when in, when me and Laura are trying to figure out like if we're getting takeout, I'll say like oh, I'm in the mood for American food. Really? Yeah. Usually that just What does that imply? Like a burger place, okay. you know, a place mm, that sells, burger. like, burgers.
2: Well- You get out and wave the flag and say, these colors don't run. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want.
1: Well, I think it's because we have, like, our go-to places. hmm And then within, if I say I'm in the mood for American, she knows that means, like, one of three places, right. pretty much.
2: Okay. It's a shorthand.
1: It's a shorthand.
2: It's a lover's shorthand. <laughs> it's a
1: lover's shorthand. That's what we refer to it as. Um, but I remember my mom, when we when I was a kid, would frequently get the baked potato, but even more frequently would get the, t- the taco salad. Do you remember that?
2: I vaguely remember Because,
1: it. so one of the other- That's you're... when
2: I, back when I was like, tacos? <laughs>
1: well, what is it? I, I thought this was an American restaurant. Um so one of the other unique menu items at wendy's is chili mm-hmm. they would sell uh just a bowl of chili for ninety nine cents too
2: well which people would would people have confirmed Tom mm-hmm. listeners of the complete guide have confirmed to us who worked at uh wendy's yes uh it's how the hamburgers it. Mm-hmm. um you know, unsold hamburgers go chili go into the the chili
1: yesterday's hamburgers are tomorrow's chili right. Today we're all out. (laughs) (laughs) Today, today we're closed for a
2: staff meeting. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah, which is, and I saw this with um, something else recently. I want to say some fast food chain, maybe it was Panera or something, and like somebody that was like another thing Mm -hmm. uh, regionally, Panera bread, Panera bread. Not yeah. Panera bread. They go
2: yeah, they go. You wanna to go to Panera Bread?
1: Oh, okay. Didn't they say you want
2: Panera bread or Chinese food?
1: Now they they say Speed Demon or Speed Demon? <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to ask them. <laughs> Will. You'll have to ask them what their like fifth favorite song <laughs> off of bad is. <laughs> um What's your favorite song off of bad that has a claymated music <laughs> video?
2: Claymated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um Go on. Yeah. I saw a thing recently where somebody, you know, an insider at a restaurant was like, oh, well, actually, if you get the the chicken sandwich there, that's the, like, or the chicken salad, that's the chicken we didn't sell. We take the breading off and cut it up and put it on the salad. And things like that, I'm always like, okay. Cool. That's good. You're not wasting food. Like, and all the, you know, people always have a, like, oh, uh, all these places are disgusting and blah, blah, blah. But think about this, Tim. Uh, former President Donald Trump loves to eat at fast food places because they're clean. Right. And he's... And he's one of the smartest guys we one got. Of the smartest, cleanest, healthiest men out there. Yeah. But I do think there is this idea of like, oh, they have like gross old meat and stuff. No, I, if anything, it's the other way of... It, These places do not want any kind of food outbreak.
2: Yeah, because that like, if it happens in one place, they have the stock, and they have a thousand to fifteen thousand other places that can be thousands of miles away that Mm -hmm. are affected by something like that. That yeah, right? Like it's like one little incident. Mm
3: -hmm. Like,
1: so they are all you know. Of course, you can't account for individual employees doing something. And they all do gross things. (laughs) It's because no one wants to work. But for the (laughs) for the most part, a lot of these places have like surprisingly stringent. Like, hey, if that hasn't sold in an hour, it's garbage. Right? You know, throw it out, get rid of it. So I don't have a problem with them turning the hamburgers into chili. I think that's fine. I mean,
2: I would gag if I had a, a freaking. Ounce of that chili. Though.
1: No, their chili. I remember it always being pretty good. Yeah, but you like gross things. <laughs> I do like gross things.
2: <laughs> you had the cinnamon toast uh, and yeah, the... flakes for dinner every night this week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um But their taco salad was basically just a salad with tortilla chips and then a bowl of chili. And then you could just pour the chili on it. They always marketed the chili as, I think, low fat or low calorie. That was kind of their like, you know, it was on their like healthy options mm. menu. Um, Tim, you brought up earlier the Baconator. We'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the Baconator. Yeah,
2: the Baconator is when like was in the era where like I wasn't really going to Wendy's. Like I've never tried yeah. the Baconator. Um, it what went? It was probably like what early two thousands that they started it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I feel like, um. That's in like the scumbag. Like that launched during like Tucker Mm -hmm. Mack's Girls Gone Wild (laughs) era of American culture, where it's like,
1: we suck. We're the worst. (laughs) Uh, Some people may say that You're with us or you're against us. (laughs) Freedom Fries. Eat a baconator or we'll send you to Guantanamo Bay. Introduced in April 2007. Okay. Um, Man, a lot going on in 2007. That's
2: a, the Frescata meals. Yeah. They, they they were like out with this faux
1: healthy stuff. Yeah. get the like, get the real th- men in here. <laughs> get rid of these Frescata sandwiches. We want to become a men's restaurant. <laughs> the crazy thing about the Baconator is it doesn't even really have that much more. Ba- the single Baconator has right. three pieces of bacon as opposed to I believe two.
2: Right. But, yeah, like if you go to any gastro pub, there's mm-hmm. more bacon on this oh, yeah. regular bacon cheeseburger. Yes,
1: and and it, like Wendy's bacon, I always thought was, I guess it's the same of any fast food bacon. It's not good. It's always like the worst fast food bacon. Mm-hmm.
2: McDonald's probably. Except they did a circular bacon on the Arch oh, Deluxe, remember that? I do remember that, that. Was that. was good. If they brought the Arch Deluxe back, I'd start eating meat again.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're, you just want a uh, hamburger for adults. Yeah, I just want with a grown-up taste. Yeah. Um, but... Where the baconator starts getting crazy is when you get into something like the triple baconator. Right. Which is three quarter pound patties with nine strips of bacon, four slices of cheese, ketchup, and mayo. That's too much. That's uh thirteen hundred and sixty calories, which I'm actually surprised is not more.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, that's a lie. Like if you took (laughs) if you took an actual one cooked on like the greasiness of yeah. the actual grills that they use there. Like, you know, they calculate this stuff where they, like, wipe everything down. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to use, like, yeah, precise, precise measurements. measurements. You know, all bets are off. I'm going to guess. This is speculation. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, Dave Thomas's lawyers don't come after me. It's got to be 20%, at least, higher than the
1: I not don't, I don't know. I don't know how they test this stuff. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I've definitely seen... Calorie stuff listed in other places that I don't think was, like, them gaming it or or st- horrifying if it was. Yeah. You know, I, I went to a um, cheesecake factory recently, and there were items on that menu that, like, I got a club sandwich because because <laughs> <laughs> everything yeah. else was just like, oh, that just feels irresponsible for me to order. And in fairness, the club sandwich also had a ton of calories and was also probably the best club sandwich I'd ever had. Yeah. Because I think the whole thing was just cooked in butter or whatever. But, um, (laughs) club sandwich cooked in butter. Yeah. It was delicious. Uh, but yeah, that, that's the baconator. I think I've had a bacon, you know, I, I think I, of course, fell for the marketing and, and had to try it. But I remember thinking like, oh, there's just, yeah, oh yeah, he just put more bacon on a regular burger. I'm not super into it. It's it's still shitty, thin, gross bacon. So yeah. If you're a real bacon head, go get better bacon somewhere else.
2: Yeah, I never really was into the regular hamburgers at at Wendy's, but that was just because I was so enamored with the spicy chicken. sandwich yeah. Until I read an early oh, internet yeah. meme that I don't want to talk about.
1: Well yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I I know what it is. Yeah. Ugh. And if anybody's, you know, eating, I I don't want to bring it up. Yeah. They Google it. it. A gross thing. DM Tom for more details. <laughs> don't DM me. I want I wanna recount this story. It was an urban legend. Who yeah. knows if it was even true? Um few other prominent uh items on the menu here. Uh special attention I think should be brought to The uh, now discontinued 4 for 4 what is that this was a phenomenal thing they were doing 4 for 4 for 4 dollars (laughs) Tim stop saying 4 please you got a hamburger a Uh 4 piece nuggets chicken nuggets Uh a small fries and a small drink wow that's a good what meal, year right was there. This? What year? They was had this? this up up until fairly recently. Wow! I remember getting Brandon's this market. at the at the Union Square uh, Wendy's.
2: Right, you've, you've been living in New York for twenty
3: years.
1: <laughs> what? What does that have to do with it? It could have been twenty years ago. No, no, I remember there. I remember when I was going to the Union Square when when uh, I worked over there. Uh, so it was, you know, within the last five years okay. I've I've gotten one of these. And I just remember thinking, This is great. A like fairly small hamburger, four nuggets, a small fries and a small soda. This is enough for a lunch. Yeah. Like I'm not leaving here hungry, but I'm not leaving here feeling like a total piece of shit. Mm.
2: Look, it's not gonna. It's it's enough food mm-hmm. that um, I'm satiated. I'm not overfull, but it still gave me a good amount of diarrhea. <laughs>
1: right, and for only four dollars, you're gonna be hard pressed to beat that. Yeah. Um, they. How do you feel about their natural cut fries? Because that's another somewhat. Uh, I'm gonna say recent change. They probably <laughs> changed it 20 years ago, but um, people
2: get all up in arms whenever a uh, fast, fast food, food place changes their fries. Mm-hmm. They're all good, and I think the difference between like uh, the worst version of like people got really pissed when uh, Burger King changed their fries that mm-hmm. one, but a lot of people got pissed about the Wendy's thing. Yeah, I don't know, maybe, like the like there's such little variance in my enjoyment of fries. Like I like them all.
1: Yeah, I remember the old Wendy's fries, and I like them more. Yeah, maybe that might be the case. But, but also,
2: do you have, Do you, I think this is the psychological trick that mm-hmm. they're trying, And even though I know it's not right, I feel it. The <laughs> natural cut fries, they're healthier.
1: Yeah, it's natural. Yeah. And everything natural. And you can it's see
2: bre- they're not peeling, they're not processing it, mm-hmm. they're not over-processing these things by peeling them.
1: Guess what else, Tim? What? They're natural cut fries with sea salt. Oh, sea salt. Yeah, that's that's uh, salt from the sea. Oh my god, that's where fish come from, and fish yeah. are healthier than anyone. Of course, they're yeah. the healthy. Oh uh, yeah. So, all right. So, so we're fans of their incredibly healthy French
2: fries. Yeah, just because we're we're very uh, health conscious. I
1: did like. Do you remember when Burger King had those just like super crispy fries? Yeah, people yeah. hated those. I know people hated those, and I think those people were wrong. Those, those fries people were, were great.
2: Freaking morons.
1: Yeah, I like when a place changes their fries.
2: Change your fries.
1: Look, McDonald's. Just don't
2: start. Yeah, you know, I'd rather you iterate your fries every six months than be like. Hey, we're like healthy. We have cold cut sandwiches now. Oh, guess what? Like we have this whole fish sandwich now. If you're not, the yeah. filet of fish, great, whatever. I don't know. Um, Angry all the time. <laughs> just put barbecue If you want to make new things, put barbecue sauce on your hamburger. Or make them spicy. Yeah.
1: Um, the fry the fry situation, I think it was for so long, every fast food chain was just kind of like a... a pale comparison or like a cheap knockoff of uh McDonald's French fries. Mm -hmm. So there was kind of a movement in the nineties and aughts of like, you let's let's change things up. Let let's and I think they never, nobody could really accept, look, nobody's coming here for the fries. People are coming here for the other stuff. And yeah. if you offer a side of fries, they'll take it. And, and make them good. And make, yeah, just but make the only, decent in fries.
2: My, in my opinion, the only way that you can screw up fries, is if you give like, hey, we're no, it's only uh, shoestring fries. Yeah. You have your shoestring yeah, fries. You they should them. be good, because it's all crisp. Right. But like. No.
1: They're good on a burger. They're good on a burger. I agree. Yeah, but they're not, they're not always good on their own. They're never good on their own. Just nah, say it, Take a
2: stand, no, Reynolds, no, for the first time I've in your life. They've
1: had, I've had some good shoestring fries. They have to be real fresh, too. Oh, They shut can't up. be You're, sitting oh, around. You've got to be a contrarian. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a contrarian. I'm just saying I've had good shoestring fries, and I don't think that many places try and push them on people, so... <laughs> So I really don't have that strong of an opinion on them.
2: We're out of time, and we didn't uh, even talk about the Where's the Beef Lady. Should we do uh, the Where's the Beef Lady next week?
1: Yeah, should we do a part two? Because guess what else we ain't talking about? Frosties.
2: Okay, yeah, and we have to get into Dave Thomas's life. Yeah, also. and we
1: didn't get into Dave Thomas and, or Wendy herself. Oh, and the sexy Wendy that they launched. Yeah, and the sexy Wendy that they launched. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, it's settled. We're going to do a part two. Uh, If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can find all our social media links there, our links to our subreddit, our Discord. Everything's popping off in those places. Uh, And you can follow me on social media at at Tom, at Tom Reynolds.
2: (laughs) You can follow me at your pal Tim. Did you think you were me for a second? Yeah, you're Tom. You were looking at me and you're like, let's be this guy. This must be a mirror.
3: (laughs)
1: <laughs> and also, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide. Uh, this week, you can hear about the ill-fated original episode of this very episode, uh, along with uh, Way of the Wolf, the the Jordan Belford book me and Tim are reading to become salesmen. Right. Better salesmen.
2: Somebody uh, about this week's episode of Books of mm-hmm. Podcast. A perfect time to jump on. Yeah. Uh, somebody in the Discord, mm-hmm. uh, Daniel, said... Uh, this one was an all-timer.
1: Oh, wow. Um,
2: and what is this? You can't alas? Do you know that guy's You name? can't alas?
1: Oh, oh yeah, somebody on the Discord. Ah, yeah. what a, you can't alas. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, probably. Oh, uh,
2: I really enjoyed how off the rails this week's books episode got. There you go. But this guy Daniel also said, LOL, at some of the clear edit points because they went too far off the rails. Daniel, I got news for you. <laughs>
1: Tom sent me those raw files. Yeah. I didn't
2: even listen to them. I just uploaded them. <laughs> yeah, I didn't cut I was, anything out.
1: I was going to say, I could send you timestamps to prove <laughs> that it would not have been possible for Tim to have edited that before uh, it went out. All there, baby. Yeah. Let it pa- all hang out. Patreon.com slash complete guide is where you can find that. Uh, all right. Tim, fuck. Now I'm kind of in the mood for Wendy. I know.
2: Me too. Yeah. See, last time I kind of was, and then you hit me with that, like... uh Oh, oh, the episode like, got lost, yeah, and then, then you, I was just in a bad mood. You were mood. sick. You, yeah, you thought was, you were going like, to
1: Oh, no. Well, I, I poured my guts into my art, and, and now you're saying it's gone? Was that the
2: first time? Like, we, we, we recounted this in the Patreon episode, mm-hmm. that like there have been times where like a segment's got Was that the first time we ever did a whole episode and trashed I, it?
1: I think so. Every other time we've had any kind of technical issues, it's it's either been early in the episode or we've caught it and fixed it, but we've never done. I think maybe one other time, but it was a different issue. Where then like when we went back and listened to uh, the audio was like you know it was older tech yeah. and just the audio was like crackly and fucked. But uh, but no, I think th- this was this was a first time, a uh, whole new problem for us. Wow, new b- hey. I've uh, been doing this for fifteen years, still having
2: new problems. <laughs> that's how you know you're doing it, that's right? That's how you keep uh that's how you keep the spark in a yeah. relationship. I mean, done. and I'm not
1: hundred percent sure this recorded right.
2: Me neither. And if it doesn't go up, I don't know, not many people will notice. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think
1: if this one doesn't go up, then that's it. We're done.
2: Oh, I'll never come back here again. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. won't
1: talk, we'll stop being friends, yeah. we'll get new friend groups and all that. Hmm. Um there was something else I was gonna say About along Randy's. those lines. Uh, Not being friends anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Wendy's. I was gonna say
2: I I just don't want to be friends with you anymore. (laughs) Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. You you made me think of something. Oh, right. It was that that I don't want to be friends anymore. Um, No, it was that I the original version of this episode. All my recording came out fine. Right. So maybe one day fresh AI will be good enough. It'll be able to reconstitute what it was that you said based on the context. We'll train it on all the episodes and it'll be able to figure it out and I recreate can't, it.
2: I can't tell if this will be hurtful and a bad thing, but what if we, you know, when like bands release like the stems so people can make remixes? <laughs> mm-hmm. What if we just release to, uh, you know, on the Discord yeah. um, your track and people can be Tim for a day? Wow.
1: And I don't think we should put that in the Discord. We should charge a, a, a huge premium for it.
2: But then I'm afraid like you'll be like, oh, oh then, uh, the where's better. the beef lady uh, said this. And then like somebody will be like, and I'm Tim, and I'm an idiot, and <laughs> I'm real stupid.
1: Oh, yeah. And there will yeah. be no way for people to know that that's not real. Yeah. That you didn't say that. Exactly. Because they'll be like, well, I heard Tom on the other end. This, this <laughs> voice kind of didn't sound like Tim. It kind of just sounded like a, a guy doing a funny high-pitched voice. But uh, I don't know. But uh, then there's Tom's. So so uh-huh. it, it must be him, and he must be real stupid. I love that that's the worst thing you're afraid of.
2: <laughs> I don't have a lot of rational fears, Tom.
1: Damn <laughs> if That's the worst thing you're afraid of. I have bad news about the 700 other episodes <laughs> and how you've come out on in, uh, uh, sounding in them.
2: We'll talk about it off the air. Uh, stay tuned for Wendy's Part 2 next week. I'm going to start teasing the next, next uh, yeah, episode. Yeah, I know. We'll probably wind up doing something else we'll, anyway. We'll forget. Yeah. We'll,
1: we'll be, I mean, we've already done two episodes about
2: Wendy's. <laughs> That's true. I'm kind of sick of talking about it. <laughs> All right.
1: Hey, stay tuned next week for a mystery topic. Yeah. Maybe we'll
2: be back. Maybe we'll just stop doing the show altogether.
1: Or, yeah, if this didn't, if right now you've been listening to this. If you're not hearing
2: this, you'll never hear anything. If
1: if for the last hour you've just been listening to a one-sided conversation, guess what? That was the last episode. (laughs) Otherwise, we'll see you next week.